Welcome to the TJI Preaching and Ministry Podcast, your source for all things preaching and ministry from the Jenkins Institute. This is your host, Jonathan Sanford, and now your friend, Jeff and Dale Jenkins. All right, we welcome you to the latest installment of the Jenkins Institute podcast on preaching and ministry. Uh, this is Dale Jenkins, and I'm here with my brother Jeff. Jeff, how's Texas? Well, it's a beautiful day in Texas. The weather is nice, and uh, it certainly is a, a wonderful, glorious day here. We're certainly thinking about uh, people uh, that live over and around Gatlinburg today and have them in our prayers and uh, praying that relief will come soon to them. Yes, we are over in East Tennessee. Things have been kind of rough and uh, reports are sketchy right now as to what all's going on, but it sure doesn't sound good. Jeff, one of the complaints we get about our podcast is that you and I sound so much alike that it's sometimes difficult to know which of the two of us is talking. And we are kind of like that, right? We, we do, but you know, we, what we decided today was to even complicate matters even more. Because we're, we're only brothers, but today we have twin brothers with us. Yes, sir. And we are very honored today to welcome two of our dearest uh, friends that we have, uh, Ron and Don Williams. Uh, from the great state of Alabama, grew up in the the uh, in the shadows of Bryant Denny Stadium over in Northport, Alabama, and uh, we wanted Jeff to bring him on today and to talk about about uh, about grief and about uh, helping people with grief during the holidays. Yes, uh, I know they would love to talk about Alabama football, and we could do that too, but uh, might save that for another time. Uh, Dale, you know uh, a lot of people. Well, first of all, let's welcome uh, Ron and Don. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate that very much. So, Ron and Don, um, it seems like that during the holidays, uh, people who have dealt with grief and who are dealing with grief, that somehow the magnitude of that is kind of escalated. and. Uh, Seems like the holidays are an especially difficult time for people uh, who have dealt with grief or who are dealing with grief. Is there any explanation to why it seems to be more difficult and, and more pronounced during the holidays? Well, relationships are very important. And of course, when we, we lose either someone or something significant to us, then we have to go through those holidays without that person or without wherever that loss is. So it becomes much more complicated and much more stressful. It seems like everything is louder during the holidays, doesn't it? Exactly. What the are other thing along that line is that typically during the holiday season, things slow down a little bit and people spend more time with family and you have more time for memories and, and things of that nature. And if your loved one is no longer physically present with you, then it's just a very sad reminder. And yet it stays with you even more so because people typically take off work, spend more time with family. The, the news media and social media is all about Christmas. And, you know, for some people, 
they'd love for the calendar to stick from November 1st to January 2nd because there's two holidays during that time that, you know, just bring back the sad reminder that their loved one is no longer with them. And it's just really, really hard to bear. Well, Don, what are some of the things that people who are struggling with grief do during the holidays to make them more bearable? Well, I, we suggest that when people are are looking at the holidays for the first time, and I think the numbers are 8 million every year for the first time without their loved one physically present and millions of, of others still dealing with it, that you give yourself permission to grieve. A lot of times people are make the sad statement, we know it's been X number of months, you should be over that. We are never going to get over a loss. Uh, you don't want to in regards to that person not being a part of your mind and a part of your memories and such like. And so if nobody else does, then you need to give yourself permission to grieve. And if you can survive the holidays, not necessarily enjoy them, but just survive them, then you deserve a gold star because, you know, you've got to be good to yourself. Others may be in the holiday mood and not see things as they ought to, but you know how it is. And so you need to take care of yourself and give yourself permission to grieve. So number one, that's good. Number one, give yourself permission to grieve. What, what else would you add to that? How about surround yourself with people that genuinely care for you? Now, it's hard for folks to, sometimes it's hard for us to find someone like that. That's a sad commentary on us, and particularly within the church, if we don't have people that generally are concerned about someone that is dealing with a loss. But those people, at least you know, understand where you're coming from, and also hopefully prayerfully will be willing to help in some way. So, you know, we, we, we talk about good company, helps good morals, bad, you know, it's true in regard to grief, people that care for you do enhance and help you in your grief journey. All right. What else would you suggest? Allow yourself to be merely human. You know, a lot of time there's a great deal of stress in the holidays, even if we're feeling normal and things are going well and you run around going crazy trying to get the right present for the right person or whatever. But this time, especially if you are often the one that is involved in the major events, the Christmas, you know, the Christmas Eve party, the tree and opening the presents Christmas morning, uh, the big dinner and afterwards, you may just need to tell your family, look, it's tough this year. I'm really not in the mood for a great deal of this. I can tolerate the tree, but, you know, somebody else is going to have to do the dinner. Somebody else is going to have to host the other. I may or may not come, but, uh, you know, be merely human. Keep a diary of your feelings in terms of the holidays because that might be helpful in terms of the thoughts that you have and the memories that you share and the things that are done for you that are good. Accept the offers of others uh, if they offer an invitation, but tell them, look, I may not decide to come to the party until the 11th hour. I may leave early. Uh, are you okay with that? Just be human. And another way of saying that is be willing to embrace change because you cannot magically or some other kind of way 
reinvent or recreate that loss, that person to be there. But you can deal with the change and say, okay, this year is going to be different. And then, then deal, you know, make the changes that you need to make uh, at that point in time. And just because you're doing it differently this year does not mean you're going to do it continually. Very good. That's, this is outstanding. Uh, anything else on the list that you would suggest? I often talk about changing your shoulds to wants. Don't necessarily do what people think you should be doing, and they may tell you things that are helpful and sometimes tell you things that are hurtful, but change your shoulds to wants. If you want to decorate the grave of your loved one, then feel free to do so. Um, there is a family that we all know uh, years ago lost a 35-year-old son, and uh, that w mother chose to put a Christmas tree in wooden deer beside uh, that, that, that tombstone, and somebody thought that she was losing her mind. And later on, it was told to me, and I said, well, isn't it the first year that she hasn't had her son with her? And they said, yes. And they said, well, this is her best way of dealing with it. He's not, you know, he's been there for 34 years. He can't be there. If this brings comfort to her, so be it. It's not going to hurt anybody. If you want to go somewhere differently, completely, you know, take a trip to Acapulco on Christmas Day, then do it. You know, there'll be enough people talking about you while you're gone, but just go ahead and do it anyway, because you're just trying to do the best you can, and you need to feel what you feel. So, Ron, these are uh, things that uh, that individuals can do for themselves. What are some things that hey, Dale? Let me let me before we go to this next question, I want to ask one other thing about this. the The last thing you were talking about there, um, you know, changing your shoulds to wants. It sounds like to me that that's uh, that's one way of stressing the idea that 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 people don't grieve in the same way. Uh, that, that people, every person grieves in a different way, and so, so when, so you need to grieve the way that you grieve, and not the way that somebody else grieves. As we often say, we're we are as you know, our grief will be as individualistic as we are in the relationship that we have with that loss. You know, even even though we we all may be dealing with the exact same loss, I'll be dealing with it differently than you because I'm different from you. My, my experience was different from you. My exposure to that individual or wherever the loss was, was different. So therefore, we're all going to be different. And yeah, you're right. When, 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 we're dealing, you know, when we're dealing with grief, particularly in the holidays, you can expect even family members to, to be very different uh, and, and do various different things in regard to what they feel like is good versus what someone else may feel like is good. So don't let it bother you if you don't grieve the way somebody else does. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So um, again, those are some things we do, but uh, let's let's do this negatively and positively. What are some things that uh, if you've got someone in your life that you're aware of that you believe is dealing with grief or that you know has reason to be dealing with grief during the holidays, what are some things we should not do toward them? Well, the first one would be don't ignore them. <laughs> 
and 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 it's easy it's easier in, in the in the in the in the hectic run run fast paced world we live in and the schedules that we keep particularly in November and these December as we're trying to get finished up with everything and have time for family that we just sort of overlook uh, the person over in the corner of the church building that we just happened for, to for, forgotten that they had a loss this year. So, and, and, and we, and therefore, because we may not feel like we know what to say or what to do, we just sort of ignored them and that's not good. Secondly, don't expect too much of them. You know, it may be all that they can do to come to church three times a week, but they may, you know, need to leave church early. There may be some songs that are just a little too tough for them because uh, there will be, you know, memories of those songs that were at, at the funeral or favorite song of a loved one. And so, you know, just be be gentle with them. Let them be aware that you know that this is their first year or the third year or whatever and that you're praying for them. And, and uh, if there's, you know, some way that you can be of some help to them or whatever, you'll be glad to, to, to do that. But, you know, they may not take the lead in the Christmas party because that's just too tough this year. What, one other thing I might add, don't say or do inappropriate things to, to, to them. And by that, I'm saying, you know, don't, uh, I already said, don't, don't ignore them, but then don't over expect them. As Don just said, also don't say, well, I know you won't be having, this won't be a joyous occasion for you this year because you're, you're, you're grieving. I mean, they have already, they may have already made up their mind. I'm going to do the best I can in spite of what's happened to me this year. So by you saying something like that, you know, you're, you're telling them that we don't expect you to have any joy in your heart. Well, they, they may, they may choose to, to somehow figure that out and, and have some. So be careful what you say, be careful what you do. Sure. Anything else that we can do as individuals to help somebody that's struggling with grief during the holidays? Sometimes maybe a gift, giving a memory of a loved one at any time of the year. You know, as director of the children's home here, we have a lot of people this time of year who want to do things in memory of their loved ones. We've had people in grief classes say, can I get some presents for some of your children because we can't buy them for our grandchild anymore or whatever. And yet we would still like to do that in their memory or maybe a, a contribution given to the church or, or, or something of that nature or, you know, in, in memory of a loved one and letting them know that, Hey, we're thinking of you during this time. And, and we knew that this was their uh, favorite charity of theirs. And we want to, to do this in their memory as we give, you know, to the work of the church or children's home or whatever the case may be. So you mentioned, uh, and, and these are, these are ideas that we can do as individuals. What, what are some ways that, a, a congregation can help somebody that's struggling during the holidays. You mentioned just a minute ago about uh, grief classes. What what are some things that we can do as as a church family to show support and encouragement to somebody? You know, it it, it might be good to have a note or have 
maybe multiple notes sent to the family or sent to the individual or where you know particularly the family involved just simply to say during this time of the holidays i wanted you to know that i'm that we are thinking of you and praying for you uh and and let that be it i mean send it send it from the minister send it from the elders send it from the the, the ministry programs or the or an individual just again you're acknowledging that they're dealing with a hard time at that point in time and then they're and that they are not grieving alone and that's important they need to know that they're not being forgotten because so often that's 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 what they're feeling is that they're being forgotten and being overlooked and also if you have a church christmas party or some type of dinner Make sure that everyone is invited and just couples only, because often those who have lost loved uh, a mate feel like a fifth wheel, and have you know feel like they were they they haven't they're no longer a part of things because this is just couples. And make sure that you know if you have something like that that it's for everybody, and and make sure that you know that's pointed out that. You know, uh, anyone and everyone is welcome, and and we hope that they will come, uh, and so that that will make them feel special. One other thing in that regard, remember, if if there's children involved, children don't have the ability to comprehend all that's going on. They know that their mom or dad, or if there's one of them that's been, been that's died, you know, we, we they understand that loss. They don't understand what that means to them. And so they need to be given a lot of attention. They need to be, uh, they need to be given a lot of love and, and particularly, particularly if there's any kind of, um, if any kind of promise made to them, be sure you fulfill that promise. It's, it's extremely important for children not to be overlooked or neglected. Good. Do you do you think it's good? Uh, I know you all do a lot of grief uh, classes uh, for people in, in congregations. And is it good to do something during the holidays or prior to the holidays to help help people who are dealing with grief as a church? I think so, because again, you're acknowledging what they're going through. That's that's the whole point of, of the, you know, people feel like that they're alone. And so when you have a, a grief and a grief in the holiday seminar, or if you have a, a program that like we're finishing up here in just another week or so here, here at Lincoln, you know, you're, you're giving them help and giving them support when they need it the most. And, you know, people grieve all the time and they grieve 24 seven, you know, they grieve 365 days a year, but at the same time, the, the holidays are tough. And so anything you can do to help in that regard is very appreciative and very helpful to, to them. Well, what about those of us who are ministers? Is there uh, some specific instructions you'd have for us? Be mindful of sermons that you may be preaching concerning family, that there are some who are without family or have lost family members and that you acknowledge them for their worth that they are regardless of the losses that they have sustained. Because uh, I know sometimes on Father's Day and Mother's Day, it's tough for folks who just lost those parents. And 
you know uh, that's that's really really hard for, for for some people. So to be sensitive to them, especially this time of year. Well, thank you both. Uh, this is wonderful. We hope this will be helpful to people. And um, t talk about a little bit about some of the um, resources that are available. Please mention your resources and talk about other uh, potential resources that might be helpful. Tell us a little bit about your books and seminars and, and contact information, too. Well, obviously, we wrote in 1996 the book, Walking with Those Who Weep, and it's in its eighth printing. Don wrote a book in 99, Hope for Those Who Struggle, and those can be, uh, they can be found perhaps in bookstores, but or you can also contact us via our um, website, www.rondonbooks.com. There's also information there about workshops that we do, seminars, both in regard to grief and loss, and also we're doing some stuff now in regard to dealing with cancer and Alzheimer's dementia issues and such things. So that's, uh, those are some things we offer in that regard as well. We'll be glad to talk to anyone, anything we can do to help. We'll be glad to, you can also contact us via email there uh, in that regard. Give, give that, uh, give that uh, address, website address one more time. www.rondonbooks.com. Outstanding. Thank y'all so much for being with us today. It's been a, been a real joy to have you on the mm -hmm. podcast with us. And uh, always good to be with our good friends, Jeff, and, and we love Don and Ron. We love you too, guys. To appreciate all the good work you're doing. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, to y'all too. And thank you for what you do to help people who are struggling with grief. It's a great blessing to a lot of people we know, and we appreciate it very much. Well, you're Give right. Melanie and Laura, our love. Your writings have helped out a lot of people too, and I always appreciate reading those, whether it be through uh, Facebook or other means also. For email, thank you all for what you continue to do and lifting up the memory of your good dad and mom. Thank you. Uh, Ron, uh, you got any special uh, grief words for our, our good friends down in, uh, down in uh, kind of South Alabama, south of, of uh, Birmingham? They need any special was a, counseling? It was a very good... It was a very good game they played. They played extremely well the first half, and I guess uh, uh, we did a little bit better the second half than they did. But uh, anyway, it's you know it's it's always a struggle. It doesn't matter what the scale, the, the what the record may be when they play the Iron Bowl. It's the Iron Bowl. So. The, the, they'll get through this, right? Well, it, hopefully, y'all we all will, and hopefully, we'll continue on as we played this weekend and, and maybe from, from, from thereafter other places. All right. Great to talk to y'all again. Hope y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening today to all our listeners out there. If you have a podcast suggestions to us, send those to TJI at thegenkinsinstitute.com. And until next time, may God's richest blessings be yours is our prayer for you.